At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. Here's where we are in the story. King David anointed his son Solomon to be the king after him. Then David told him that the way to be a successful king was to follow the ways of the Lord. So after David passed away, Solomon took over the throne and did just as his father told him. One evening, the Lord came to Solomon in a dream and offered to give him anything he wanted. Solomon responded to God's offer by asking for wisdom to lead the Israelites. God knew Solomon was being honest about his request. So God gave him more wisdom than anyone that had ever lived. As Solomon ruled with wisdom, God also gave him wealth and fame. So eventually, there were leaders of other nations coming just to listen to the wisdom Solomon had to share. As Solomon's reign as king of Israel began, he worshiped God regularly, just like his father David told him to. Solomon knew that his father wanted to build a temple where God could dwell with his people. But God told David that one of his children after him would do that instead of him, because David was constantly at war. Remembering what God told David, knowing he was one of David's children, and experiencing peace with the nations around Israel, Solomon decided that he wanted to build the temple for God. So he instructed people to start making preparations. Some started cutting down cedar trees and cypress trees, and others started digging out high-quality stone to shape it at the quarry. Long ago, God gave Moses details for building the tabernacle so the people could worship God and he could safely be near them. But the situation that the Israelites were in during Moses' time was very different than during Solomon's time. Moses was leading the people through the wilderness, so the tabernacle was built in a way that it could be put up, taken down, then moved somewhere else easily. In other words, the tabernacle was a very fancy tent where the people worshiped God. Now, the Israelites were no longer wandering through the wilderness. So what Solomon was building was not something intended to be packed up and moved, ever. Solomon intended for this temple to be the permanent place where God's presence could dwell with his people and the Israelites could worship the Lord. This meant that they were using stone and wood and metal to make everything, rather than the curtains used in the tabernacle. While the tabernacle was expensive to build, the temple Solomon was building was bigger and more grand in nearly every way. While the pieces of furniture used for worship in the tabernacle were made from various types of metal, all of the furniture in the temple was either made of solid gold or covered in gold. This included the gold altar, the gold table for the bread of presence, the gold lampstands, even the doors separating the most holy place from the holy place were solid wood overlaid with gold. But those weren't the only things covered in gold. Solomon wanted to use the best materials available and wanted the temple to be as close to perfect as possible to honor the Lord. So he had every inch of the inside of the temple covered in gold. While we know the size of the temple and how the temple rooms were arranged, the details of just how much wood, stone, and precious metal were used to build it remain unknown because it was too much to be measured. Now, once the rooms were prepared, there was one important item that still needed to be brought into the temple. 
Can you guess what that item was? The Ark of the Covenant. Remember that the Ark wasn't special because what it was made out of or anything. It was special because God's presence was with it. And because God's presence was with it, it was kept in the most holy place behind a curtain in the tabernacle. But now that the temple's most holy place was ready, it was time to move the Ark there. So Solomon had the priests carry the Ark of the Covenant into the most holy place. When the priests came back out, a dense cloud filled the entire temple of the Lord. It was so thick, the priests couldn't see to continue their work. They had to just stop and observe it because it was the glorious presence of the Lord. Solomon began praising God for keeping his promise to his father David and allowing him to be the son that God promised would build the temple. Later, God came to Solomon in a dream and confirmed that he would dwell in his temple as long as the Israelites remain faithful to following the commands of the Lord. Will the Israelites remain faithful? Will Solomon continue walking in wisdom? You'll have to join us next time to find out. For now, let's review today's story with a few questions. Question one, what are some differences between the tabernacle and the temple? Question two, why was the Ark of the Covenant special? Question three, Solomon sought to honor the Lord with everything he had. Talk to your parents about how you might seek to honor the Lord with what you have this week. Solomon began his reign as king of the Israelites walking in wisdom, worshiping the Lord like his father told him, and eventually chose to build a temple for the Lord. He gave the best of what he had available to him to building the temple because he loved God and wanted the temple to be as perfect as possible. When it was complete, the Lord was pleased with it and told Solomon that he would dwell there as long as the Israelites continued to worship him and not the idols the people around them worshiped. Remember friends, all people are sinful, so none of us can successfully follow all of God's commands. But that is why God sent his son Jesus, because he knew that we could never be good enough. God loved us so much that he sent his son while we were still sinners to live a perfect life, die the death we deserve, and raise from the dead on the third day. Now we have the choice to trust in what Jesus did and then respond to God's love for us by living a life of worship. Because when we put our faith in Jesus, God sends his Holy Spirit to live in our hearts, make them new, and help us live lives that point others to Jesus. In other words, our bodies become temples of the Holy Spirit rather than the temple being a place to go. Aren't you glad that all these little stories connect to make one big true story? Me too! Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.